welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. I am looking forward to diving into this week's topic, which is codependency. This is a topic, I mentioned it on an episode, I don't even know when, a couple of months ago maybe, and I asked if you all were going were interested in me doing a whole episode on codependency. And I seriously probably got like 15 DMs from you guys saying, yes, please do an episode on this. So I wanted to follow through and do that. And I'm super excited to share my knowledge on this topic because learning about codependency was a total game changer for me. Now, before I dive into the episode, I want to share something that is super relevant to our topic today, and that is a Relationships Masterclass that I am hosting on Tuesday, February 1st at 5 o'clock Pacific Time. So this is a totally free Masterclass for highly sensitive people. I'm calling it the Sensitive Souls Relationship Retreat. So in this masterclass, it'll be 90 minutes long, and we are going to be focusing on three of the most common struggles I see for HSPs when it comes to relationships and how you can overcome them. So I would love to see you there. Like I said, it's a free masterclass. You can sign up via the link in the show notes if you are wanting to strengthen your relationships, which I'm going to assume a lot of you are because my episodes on relationships are always the most listened to. So I know this is a topic that you're always wanting to learn more about. So definitely join me for that masterclass. Like I said, it's on Tuesday, February 1st. And people always ask me, will there be a replay? Yes, there will be. It will be available for a limited time. You'll get all the details in an email when you sign up. So I'm excited for that. Now let's dive into the episode. So I first wanted to start off really sharing a definition of codependency that resonates with me because I used to think when I thought of codependency, I only thought of the relatives of addicts. Like I was always watching that show, uh, that TV show Intervention, if you've ever seen that. And so the like mom of the drug addict or the wife of the alcoholic or like I always could clearly see oh that person is in a codependent relationship they're enabling the addict I could see very clearly that it was unhealthy so I was like okay that's codependency I also thought that codependency was like It was like those people that are attached at the hip and they literally can't do anything apart ever And 
So I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not codependent. I love my freedom. I'm not in a relationship with an addict. I'm not enabling bad behavior. Like, mm, no, I'm not codependent. And then I started learning about it more and I recognized that I totally was. I totally was. So here's the definition. Codependency involves sacrificing one's personal needs to try to meet the needs of others. Someone who is codependent has an extreme focus outside of themselves. Their thoughts and actions revolve around other people, such as spouses or relatives. Someone who is codependent often builds their identity around helping others. They may depend on others to validate their self-worth, and a codependent person may deny their own desires or emotions to get this approval. And that definition comes from goodtherapy.org. So I'm sure many of you listening, after hearing that definition, you're probably like, oh crap, that's totally me. I can totally relate. And I say that with confidence because I just find that it's such a common thing for those of us who are highly sensitive. And I think there's a number of reasons why we fall into codependency. But before I get into that, I kind of want to share some other examples of codependency that you might see yourself in, and it might be pretty eye-opening for you. So there's a woman, Terry Cole. I believe she's like a coach. I think she does coaching on boundaries. I, I had heard her on a couple of podcasts, and I love the way she defines and talks about codependency. So she talks a lot about high-functioning codependency. So these are the people who are always, like, organized, always taking care of things for everyone else. They're making the appointments. They're scheduling everything. They're planning the parties. They're on top of everything. They are highly capable. They are always running around. They're always busy. They're always thinking of everyone else. You either know someone like that or you are someone like that, right? And so what Terry Cole says, when it comes to codependency, like if you're wondering if you might be codependent, think about how urgent someone else's problem feels to you. Like, okay, let's say your husband um, had this stressful day at work. Does it feel urgent to you to to drop everything you're doing and fix it? Is it like, oh my gosh, I need to make this better right now. I can't relax until he feels better. And it like is all consuming and you're just thinking of all the things that you can do to fix it and make them feel better. If that is the case for you, then that's a very clear example of codependency. And there's a difference between being a loving, caring person and being somebody who is codependent. So to me, it's codependent if you are totally obsessed, like I said, with fixing other people's problems. You're taking it all on as your own. You're trying to manage everything so that no one else has to ever worry or ever be uncomfortable. But what I've learned that we're actually doing when we are codependent is we are actually trying to avoid a feeling of discomfort and we are trying to control the situation. So a lot of times it's like we are over-functioning in our relationships. We are trying to fix our partner's mood or trying to make sure no one is ever unhappy because 
it makes us uncomfortable because we don't want to feel the discomfort because if we can control the situation, if we can make sure that everything is done just so and your significant other is happy and all is well, then you can relax. And so you're really very much outside of yourself when you're a codependent. You are letting everyone else around you dictate how you are feeling and you won't be able to relax until everything is all good. And by the way, things are never all perfectly good because life happens and things come up. And another thing I see for people who struggle with codependency is always like really seeing their value and their their identity and being the caretaker, being the one who is always there for everyone else, who drops what they're doing to be available. And what I find is beneath the surface there usually is really getting our self-worth from being needed by other people. We are finding worthiness in other people leaning on us. We find value in that. And while it's great to be a loving, caring person and provide advice and support for people, usually when we are doing it from an unhealthy place, it's going to cause us to feel resentful. We're going to be burnt out. We're going to be like, gosh, why does everyone always come to me? Can't they figure their own stuff out? But but we're secretly like, yes, I want them to come to me because I want to be that person to fix it. So it's a very interesting dance and I have so been there. Like, tell me if this if this is relatable for you. Maybe you have a friend who is in a relationship with somebody that you just don't like and it's like a toxic relationship and your friend is always telling you every time they break up and she's crying on your shoulders and you're like so invested, you're giving her all of your best advice and then a week later she gets back together with him and it puts you in the worst mood and you're like so mad. You're like, what the heck? This is not okay and it it affects you. In a small way, there there is codependency there because we are making someone else's issues naturally affect us. And I'm not saying like anytime you care about a friend or somebody else, that means you're codependent. Not at all. But what I am saying is if we are always letting other people's moods dictate the way that we're feeling and their problem is our problem and if it feels very urgent to us and we feel like it's our responsibility to fix it, that's an opportunity to look deeper because that's not how we want to function. And at the core, the issue that we're, we're facing here is a complete lack of boundaries, energetic boundaries and like physical boundaries, because a lot of times, like when we're struggling with codependency, we have no energetic boundaries. So like I said, your husband walks in to the house and he's just like upset and having a tough day and automatically you feel it all and you're like, oh my gosh, it's my my job to fix this right now. And it totally affects your mood. You stop what you do, you're doing and you can't relax until he feels better. And again, it's great to care. Like it's, it's part of our role in relationships to like be a support and, and uplift our partner and things like that. But when you don't have boundaries at all, with yourself or with your partner, then you're going to lose yourself. Then it's going to be very easy to let it completely affect you versus a healthy response can be like showing up for your partner, listening to them, being very gentle and, and, you know, supportive and giving them what they need, but also being able to stay firm within yourself and not letting it make you sick to your stomach or be stressed so much so that you can't complete your work 
for the day or you can't focus on anything else. You know what I mean? So there's definitely a difference. And the same goes for like the example I shared with the friend in the toxic relationship. You need to have a boundary around that. And that's how we get out of the codependent patterns. So having a boundary around that can look like sharing with your friend, hey, I love you. And because I love you, I just have to say like, it's really hard for me to hear about you going, you know, getting back together with your boyfriend and then breaking up the next week. And you're an adult, you can do what you want, you can figure it out yourself. But I can't really be a part of this anymore. You know, saying it like that and like, treating other people, other adults as adults. Your friend is an adult. She can figure it out. Your husband is an adult. He will be okay. You know what I mean? Like, we have to stop feeling like, oh, it's our, it's my sole responsibility to fix this. I'm the only one who can do that. That is totally unhealthy. And it's not making us feel good. Like we're not having the reciprocal relationships that we deserve because we are always in the caretaking role. We are always kind of on high alert trying to fix everything for everyone else. This is the way I I see codependency. Of course, there's like many layers. There is the whole piece with being in a in a relationship with an addict and there is all sorts of complicated aspects to codependency, but the way I'm speaking about it is something that is general that I think a lot of us could probably relate to. Um, If you want to dive in more to the topic, I would definitely recommend reading the book Codependent No More by Melody Beatty. It's like a classic book. It's really helpful. So that's definitely a good read. But the last thing I wanted to touch on here is why so many HSPs likely struggle with codependency. So I think from listening to this, you can probably gather why it's easy for HSPs to to do this. Number one, our empathy. It's very natural for us to be aware of other people's feelings and feel for them and want to be there for them. We tend to be natural caretakers because we have so much empathy. And with that too, we tend to feel energetic shifts. We can kind of sense when something is off with someone. We notice it. We tend to be hypervigilant. And this can be because either because of our sensitivity, because of the way we deeply process the world around us, like we're going to notice the small shifts and changes. But also a lot of HSPs may have experienced some sort of trauma like most human beings have. And when that happens, we can become more hypervigilant. We can be really like almost walking on eggshells, looking for any sort of shift because if we notice a shift in a person's mood, then we can kind of be on the defense and make sure we are prepared. So those are a couple of things that come to mind to me when when I think of why HSPs struggle with codependency. The last thing I would say on that piece that I've touched on already is just that, you know, a lot of us are finding our value and self-worth and always being a giver, always being the caretaker, always being the one who's showing up for everyone else and not taking enough time for ourselves. And that is not a way to be. That is not a way to be. Because on the other end of that, that's when we're feeling resentful and burnt out and exhausted and unfulfilled. And we deserve better than that. So I hope you found this podcast episode helpful. 
my biggest takeaway if you are noticing that you struggle with codependency is one look into setting boundaries because that is what we need to learn how to do in order to get out of this behavior and I am hosting a free master class for relationships for HSPs and we definitely touch on being an overgiver and how we can set boundaries to really take better care of ourselves. So link is in the show notes if you would like to register for that free masterclass. And I can't wait to hear what you think of this episode. So definitely let me know. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.